Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. With me is Deb, I'm Doug, and this is the show that cares more about input, input, than output. You're right, that was a good reference. Yeah. Now I really want to watch Search, oh god, I was going to say I want to watch Short Circuit again, even though, you know. Not to. Not to. I was going to talk about their racist casting, but anyways. Which, what happens in both movies. Yeah, Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. Yeah. Used to bang Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, you know what? I really liked him in Hackers. He's so greasy in Hackers. That's the point. He's he's supposed to be a douche. And, I and then I was going to say, wait a minute, God wouldn't be at work this late. I love that movie. It's so ridiculous and unrealistic and nothing looks like it should, but I freaking love that movie. Because <laughs> it's the future. Um, and I will say, I got two things on this. One, um, I already lost it. So, oh, yes, that, uh, oh, a lot of people... Short Circuit? Or no, uh, hackers. hackers. A lot of people go to Hackers as going, oh, young Angela Jolie, woo! I would rather watch Idle Johnny Hands... Miller? What? Johnny Miller? No, what? No, I was gonna say, I was gonna go, I'd rather go Idle Hands for a young Jessica Alba. Alba. That's actually a highly underrated film. Oh, highly underrated. It's really good for, um, celebrity. For A to B. Well, you can't call it Kevin well, Bacon because it's not Kevin Bacon. But, it's but really, you got Seth Green in it. And Jessica Alba. Like I said, you've got so many... And Vivica A. Fox. And uh, a really young... Lead and Justified. Timothy Elephant? He does actually do a cameo in that. When? He's the bad guy that he goes to for advice about how to do oh. it. Yeah. Is he the jerk working on his truck all the yes. time? That's Timothy Elephant? I believe so. Oh, I, gotta re- I gotta rewatch Idle Hands. Very underrated When film. I said I wanted to be inside Vicky, whatever her name is, I didn't mean I wanted to be inside... Uh, yeah. Oh my god, when she falls into the AC, yeah. van, uh, AC fan. Like I said, no, it's horribly, high, highly underrated film. Tragically underrated film. I remember watching that. God, I, I should not admit that out loud. Never mind. Okay, then. I wasn't doing anything and watching that while I was in high school. I wasn't not doing something and watching that in high school. You totally were. Oh, yeah. Whatever that means. You could have been doing mushrooms. You could have been You could have been melting babies like a Satanist. I don't know. Dude, or was it hanky-panky? Are we going to talk about At Midnight this week since you said melting babies? No, I was just referencing it. You want to talk about No Marina? Do I want to talk about what? Oh, NaNoWriMo, yeah. I um, just like saying it weird to see if you can figure it out. Yeah, um, I update uh, uh, frequently on DAM, uh, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I just figured we'd get it out of the way. About, yeah, about um, my progress on NaNoWriMo since it, it ended um, a couple days ago. Should, uh, should I say what day it is? No, you're fine. At time of recording. Um, it's in December at time of recording. Yeah, it comes out in December, they know. I'm just saying. So, um... They don't know how, how far ahead we are. I, I did not break chapter two. Well, no, I'm sorry. I, I got halfway through chapter two and fell apart. Though I did design the book cover. You know, we did a lot of prep work on it. I, you know, I, I will say that um, I'm keeping my notes. And like I said on Dam, I'm gonna... And I have, the last couple weeks, kind of picked, picked at it for 100 words, 200 words here and there. Um, I have the notes. I just need to get the, the main character's voice back in my head. Being that I had um, written what was effectively the first chapter years ago. Okay. So I kind of had no, to no, get. I, I get what you're saying is that you, you lost kind of the voice of the character. You need to get back in that headspace. I totally get it. 
I'm having a different problem, which is I'm basically done. Everything's pretty much polished and where I want it to be, except for a major component of said book. I am not good at dialogue. I am not good at dialogue at all. It sounds forced and stilted, and I, it, it needs work. Which I told you, you work at a bar, just you listen said to just people. listen to people, and then when I listen to people, I find myself making fun of them inside my head and wanting to kick them in the jug. Well, that... Don't do that. Well, or do that. I mean, whatever. It's your life. There's, it's America. There's, but, it's America. There's nothing fucking more irritating than listening to drunken barflies talk about their love life. Which I would consider some of the most natural... It um, is incredibly natural I conversation, mean, but not something that I need for my book. I, I will say that uh, Brian Michael Bendis, in a non-creepy way, <laughs> went to the mall and... The mall? The mall. Today? When do you want to go to the mall? When? I'm not sure. Today? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So you want to go to the mall today? Just to be specific, you want to go today. <laughs> well, that derailed it, but um, that, that Brian Michael Bendis, I know, went to the mall, sat in the food court, and actually listened to teenagers talk to get the natural dialogue um, beats when he was going to write Ultimate Spider-Man. Which, you know, like I which said... Which failed no. him in one aspect that Jake is not a slang word. Nothing is so Jake. Why would anything I think be that, so Jake? That, I think that might be some kind of colloquial thing that... I actually think it might be the teenagers playing a joke on him. Look at the sad bald man making notes in a food court. That is so Jake. Eating his Panda Jake. Express or Sbarro. Which is funny, because you know the only thing I think of when you say that? Stop trying to make fetch work, Gretchen. Fetch is never going to work. Come on, you know. Say it. Say There's it. a 30% chance it's raining. God, I love that fucking joke. No, my favorite's still like, and you're smart. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm flunking most of my classes. I love that you fought against that for me for years, and then you finally watched it, and you're like, you, you Yeah, but I don't quote it often, and it's, I can go, yeah, I saw Mean Girls. Okay, you know what my number one quote from that movie is. Boo, you whore. Yeah. But like I said, that is so fetch. Quit trying to make fetch work. It's slang from France. No, it's not. Shut up, Gretchen. Boo, you whore. I don't think my father, the inventor of toaster strudel, would be okay with this. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We should probably move on. Do you want to talk about Flash versus Arrow? We're not calling it Flaro. Shut your filthy whore mouth. You said it first. Yeah, because you had the you had uh, the open mouth and the finger. You were about to say it. Flaro. That's what Twitter's calling it. God, I want to beat you to death with my whiteboard. If everyone tweeted and jumped off a bridge, would you? I'd be like, well, I'd tweet about Why everyone jumping. like the weird Buffalo Bill voice when you were? If everyone tweeted and jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? Are we gonna talk about Shit, big old now? Fat tweet. Don't touch my tweet. Which, by the way, on a weird side note, puts I puts the tweet in Twitter or it gets the hose. I'm again. very sad you didn't give me that T-shirt with the lotion in the basket. I'm very sad that we're gonna have to follow what I'm gonna find as a Buffalo Bill character on fucking Twitter now. Write down Buffalo Bill on your notes. Hashtag. Anyways. Hashtag lotion. Hashtag basket. Cross, like I said, flash arrow. Hashtag hose. Hashtag again. Um. What? Flash arrow crossover. I only have one bitch about this. Interesting. It actually does tick me off that now so many people know Oliver's identity. Yes, it was very much... That is the sand in my V. 
Yes. Yes. Because um, that's four more people. Once again, I... Freaking four. But once again, I love... Was it at the end of the Arrow one? It's where, the end of the Flash, actually. Where, yeah, because they're saying goodbye. Because they say leaving, and, yeah. and he goes... My ID, my my uh, identity is a closely held secret, and whatever, and da da da. I thought it was very interesting watching Ollie and Doctor Wells. I thought that was an interesting dynamic that I'm glad that you know they did. Um, and then the whole and the but whole. Like I said, uh, I'm sorry, not not um, Ollie and, and and Wells, but Felicity and Wells, where he goes. That was incredible. Fine, I'll figure it out myself. Like I said, that was a very interesting dynamic to see because you know I do see Felicity as kind of a foil for Doctor Wells. Yes. Like I said, I, I love that dynamic a great deal. And I, I also do like seeing her interact with more people on her inter- intellectual level. I like seeing Caitlin her... Caitlin Snow. Like I said, I like seeing and her... And to some extent Cisco, but I would say... Cisco's too awkward wise. around her to actually really be... Like I said, I love seeing her... He wants cave. to see the toys. I love that they kept calling it the Arrow Cave and the Arrow Car. Which, by the way... Do you have an Arrow Car? Which, by the way, both existed in the Silver Age. So that was a nice nod. Anyhow, like I said, I do like seeing her and Caitlin Snow together. I did kind of want to punch him in the face when he makes some... The Flash. Ah. When he makes some snide comment to Caitlin about him not being her fiancé. I wanted to be like, fuck you. Well, you know what? But I think what that does is it... A, I think it shows that the Flash group is still... In its formative stages, the way that you know that Diggle and Felicity and Ollie would not say that to each other. But they've had those moments, and Felicity has said it, and they actually did it in the previously on Flash, where she says like, like, "We didn't start this well-oiled machine, yeah, arrow machine, but we didn't start that way." But like I said, it's one of those things where he's such a douche to her when he says that. I don't think Caitlin is even remotely romantically interested in him. She's just like, you know what? You're a person in my life that I care about. Who wouldn't no. be romantically I don't want to be romantically interested on... in the fastest man alive. Thank you. We're going to talk about the whole that whole thing. The giggle conversation? Yeah. Like he's I... tested everything. Well, and I talked about this on Damn, actually. That, no, he can't be fast at everything. Because... Speaking of him being fast at everything, almost peed myself laughing with him doing the salmon ladder. Ha! You called it that. Only because he made the reference to it afterwards. Doing the salmon ladder makes me hungry for sushi. Damn it! Um, I love that Cisco couldn't do a pull-up. What? Cisco couldn't do a pull-up? And I liked that Felicity referred to it as a thing that distracts her from work. How often does he do this? Every Wednesday and it makes me all sweaty. Loved, loved seeing the Flash group in the Arrow Cave. I'm fucking, I'm just going to call it that. Um, Foundry? It's the Arrow Cave. Let's... Cut the shit. Like I said, I did like Diggle's comment about them. No, it was Roy's comment about them selling tickets. To? The Arrow Cave. Yeah. I did like that he immediately took it back when Cisco's like, I thought of all these improvements. This and this and this. And, and Red, Red is, is so, so much cooler. cooler it was a little weird at the end of the Arrow episode when they got Ollie a new fucking jacket. But they didn't do anything for Roy. Thanks, dickbag. Yeah, really, actually, now that I think about yeah, it, I like... I thought that was really strange. And that's why you're a sidekick. Well, or what, what do they call it? What do they call it in Sky High? I don't he, know. Uh, he, hero Sky support? High. Hero support. Well, like I said, I thought it was a little weird. Dave Foley is like the aged Robin who teaches at Sky High. But I'm pretty sure they could explain it away and that, oh, they had only had time to fabricate one. Well, whatever. 
Um, I do like that the technology between the two shows is starting to get swapped. So now they have the facial recognition software over on the Flash. And they have um, um, the genetic stuff there on on um, no I, on Arrow and the facial recognition on Flash. Yeah, was, whatever. I do like that Caitlin's now looking at the genetic markers for the DNA for Canary's murder. Well, and that's okay. Here's here's what I liked about the I want I'll, I'll well I'll do this chronologically. I'll 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 talk about what I liked about the Flash episode was that. Okay, A, let's just all appreciate the whole, you're going to get shot with an arrow. Okay, let's just see about that. And then he shoots him in the back. Love Twice. It. I hear you heal fast. And then the whole... And then pulls it out. I the mean, only thing more painful than getting shot from an arrow is like getting it pulled that's out. That's the arrow thing. We'll get to that. Well, that's the arrow episode. We'll get to that in a second. But it's um, true, though. Only for one reason, though. The only reason it's more painful to pull an arrow out is if you put notches in it. If it's just a straight up arrow, then you can pull it out. It's not. Well, bad. the yeah, the indents exactly. on the actual yeah. arrowhead, yeah, yeah. Um, which they did on purpose. Well, not if they were hunting buffalo. Only if they were hunting people. Like hot air from a buffalo. Where's that from? Uh, Back to the Future Three. Oh yeah. When uh, the old West McFly is talking yeah. Marty out of something, goes. Like, hot wind through a buffalo. Anyways, Flash. Uh, I, once again, Ollie, and Flash calls him out on it, is a douche for the whole crossover. Um, but I liked, A, a more um, Christopher Nolan take, I'll say, or like a ground, you know, a, a grassroots take on the Rainbow Raider. Because I was a little itchy when they said he was going to be the villain, and I'm going, really? Like, when are we going to get Crazy Quilt in this bad boy? <laughs> like, when are we going to see that dumb Silver Age ragdoll? You know, it, 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 they're odd villains in the Flash canon, but um, I liked it. I, I, I'm irritated that you didn't see more of the emotional powers that he could... Um... Crazy Quilt, actually, is based on a character in the Frank Oz... Land of Oz books called Patchwork Girl. Crazy Quilt? Mm-hmm. It very loosely, but yeah. I was going to say, she's a How character. do you know this? Because I read the Oz books. But how do you know the trivia that Crazy Quilt is based on them? I don't know. I read it years ago. Then I... I don't know. But yeah, no, based on a... I, I like, don't know. Thank you. Anyways... No, but I, I do like the, the juxtaposition between Flash's attitude and well, Arrow's and attitude. And we, and we said this weeks ago where, you know, it's like Superman coming to Gotham and Batman going to Metropolis. Well, you're going to have... Well, about Arrow, though, then you kind of get the bam where Caitlin and Cisco finally get, oh, this shit's fucking real. Real. That, you know, yeah, they've, they've had people die. They've had... Well, and Wells says it where he says, like, he's responsible for multiple murders. There's been two natural, effectively natural disasters. Like, and he uses torture, which, that's where I want to talk about it in Arrow, where that's a mind-opener. That was the, the eye-opener for Barry, is that Arrow's, that, that Ollie is willing to torture to get the information. Which, I have to actually applaud... the greater good. Huh? The greater good. Absolutely. Um, I have to applaud the Arrow episode, being part of a crossover, mm -hmm. and showing more of... The er progress the story, the the yeah, Arrow storyline. It's line. not a standalone at all. It's very much in the arc of the story. It's not a standalone inside of the the crossover. You mean, mm -hmm. which is Flash? It, it, it's kind of a standalone. I mean, you have Rainbow Rider, a uh, Raider, and you've got a, a little. Did you even have Captain Boomerang in that episode? No. Yeah. 
They have vague references to him. Two things, though. I do like at the end of The Flash where Ollie's like, basically, you know what? You can't have a fucking love life. And Ollie runs into his baby mama again and doesn't even fucking know. Recognize her. It was the minute no, I saw her, I was like, oh, she moved to fucking Central like, City. Sorry, no, he recognizes her. Or Keystone. Her. No, it's a, they're in Central City, they're right? They're in Central City. Okay. He recognizes her, but if you remember, his mom paid, paid her, her off. So he has no idea that she has, what, like a six-year-old? And she says that on the phone. She goes, oh, I'll be home soon, and sweetie. Like, and I'm oh, going, this is coming back. And then I was trying to, and I, God, I can't fucking do it now either. I was trying to remember, because I remember texting you going, I think I know who that kid's going to be. You told me. Hold on, let me because look back Holly, text messages. Because Ollie has a illegitimate child with Shadow in the comics. Shadow's dead. Why do they have to say illegitimate? Accidental miracle? Well, I'm just saying. No, <laughs> what? All right, a... Well, I have a lot of pictures of my nerd t-shirts in here. Um, Sorry, I'm looking back for our text But I'm, I'm trying to think of Ollie Queen's son's name off the top of my head. And it's just not coming to me, but... um. He ends up joining the Justice League as, as the new as the modern age Green Arrow, while Ellie, Ollie's thought dead, um, or is dead, and then is thought dead, and then comes back to life. It's a whole thing with Kevin Smith. But anyway, um, okay. So I'm looking at the oldest text message I have from you on my phone, which is from August 9th, and all it says is it already sucks on the intro. It's so bad. What were you watching on August 9th that sucks so bad? It already sucks on the intro. What? Yeah. I don't know. That was months ago. It's so... Hold on. Let's... Where... What? Yeah. Is I, there anywhere near your work I can buy a shirt that suits my personality? Okay, that would be the first time you came to trivia. It already sucks on the intro. No, it wouldn't be the first time, but it's... Fuck, I don't know. What is that picture of me? Oh, that's when I was yeah, wearing the, uh, yeah, the Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have that. It goes really well with my Iron Man Sorry, mask and my Deadpool mask. Do you mask. have any more thoughts on... Flash versus Arrow. I really liked it, and it makes me sad that you're not going to have... They're the only two that can cross over. You're not going to have Arrow going to Gotham. You're not going to have Flash helping Constantine, which you wouldn't have anyway, really. But um, You're not going to have a lot of crossover. So this was... I don't want to say like a, a, you know, a once and done, a one and done, but I, I would like to see them build... Well, I mean, you're going to have Adam... Yeah, but I mean, you also have now the empty mannequin in the, the arrow cave where Flash's suit's supposed to be. Okay, can we just say, and I want to say this, Flash called Green Arrow a douche. <laughs> Loved it. And they did the whole, like, fucking Rocky, like, fucking freeze punch thing at the end. I'm sorry, I totally just got, you're the best around. I got the, the fucking Karate Kid training song in my head. Which, that's, that has nothing to do with Rocky. No, it's just, that's what I think when I see anybody do the freeze frame fight. I don't know why. It's not Rocky? How is it not Rocky? How is it not Rocky Four? No, 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 not the Flash freeze frame. The, the song. The song is from the uh, training sequence in the Karate Kid, I think. That's a montage. Yeah. That's not even a freeze frame. No, but that's just the song that I think of. Okay. During freeze frames? Yeah. Not the song freeze frame? Freeze frame. I just started singing DuckTales by accident. But, um, yeah. Whoa. Do, 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 do. Um, anywho. David, I'm looking back through your old text messages and they're really fucking funny. Yeah, I'm a funny dude. Shouldn't have watched the end of Dead Poet Society. Hashtag trying not to cry in public. Why was I in public when I was, oh, I it was right after Robin Williams died. Yeah, but I must have been like in a cafe or something. Um, yeah, I watched the end of Nightcrawler on a train. But anyway. 
We'll talk about that later. Not the train. But uh, I liked it. I liked it. Once again, I, I, it, it progressed. Um, I, I'm interested to see Arrow's influence on the Flash. And, and Team Arrow on Team Flash. You know what I mean? Like, that it's like, it's it's real. People can die. Yeah, like I said, it's... Because so far, I the only person they've like outright the... said have died, uh, well, I mean, Gerter, but who gives a shit, is, um, so is Rodney Raymond. Yeah. Who, he'll be back, because no, you wouldn't back. cast Stephen Amell's cousin and he, drop... How does he look with the shirt on? I, I... We'll find out, I guess. He'll probably do the Salmon Ladder at some point. I just like the Flash doing it at super speed. This doesn't seem too hard. Then Cisco tries. I'm sorry. My well, favorite. Uh, by the way, oh hold on. Favorite freaking moment still this season is Felicity rocking into her boss's office. Ray and Palmer say, and says, I "Oh have, my god, god I, have I have a type." Hold on. Can I just say yes. that a nice nod to the whole like lightning gave me abs is Diggle's line of "I had a cousin who got hit by lightning. It I'll gave him a stutter." Stuff. Also, who did not love the fucking bit where Flash grabs Felicity and her shirt burns off mm. so you get to see her in the bra? Quote, thank God I decided to wear a bra, bra. today. Thank God I didn't go braless. Believe me, I memorized that line because a man must know his limits. I, you know what? We've always thought she was fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I think we follow yeah. her on Twitter now. I hope we follow her Emily on Twitter. Emily Beckett or whatever the fuck her name is. I hope we follow her on Twitter. Why? She's awesome. I don't know who has the, the Felicity voice in their head, because you know there's always one writer in a group that has a character's voice more yeah. than anybody else. I don't know who has the Felicity voice in their head, but they are fucking spot on. Oh, yeah. No, they think I mean, almost, she almost, lives uh, in their uh, On an almost like, mutant enemy level. Yeah. Is is that, that writer's room? Yeah, exactly. For like the Flash. I'm sorry, for Arrow. Well, I know it. Well, mm-hmm. Six of one, half dozen of another. Yeah, well, the only difference is Jeff Johns, because I think it's still Berlenti and Kreisberg. And then there's one other one on Arrow that's not on Flash, and then it's he's replaced by Jeff Johns. Like I said, somebody had Felicity's living in someone's brain, and they just like they have that voice down cold. Like she oh, yeah. is a living entity. Oh, absolutely. And you don't talk about this. So whose run did Felicity first make the appearance on? You told me. Who's what? Whose run did Felicity first make the appearance on? Comic wise, you told me. I can't remember. Comic wise, that was Felicity Smoke was on the Judd Winnick run. Because they did a very, they did kind of a slow build on him. Which I believe, he was the third writer in that series, because I think it went Kevin Smith, Brad Meltzer, and then I believe, and then, and then, um, Judd Winnick pulled like a fucking Mark Wade and just stayed the fuck on there. Um, Or Peter David on Hulk, depending on how you want to look at it. They did a very slow build on that, on Felicity. Well, you thought she was going to become a new Speedy. No, but actually. Did you think I it was weird that, that they said Speedy? The Roy Speedy thing? I thought, I that thought was it was very weird. Because that's Where's his nickname Speedy? for... Roy? Because that's his nickname for Thea. So it doesn't make any sense thought, to say like that. Like I said, I thought it was super weird. I thought it might have been an Easter egg. But like I said, they did a very slow build on it. No, the Easter city. eggs were like, he's on the corner of Infantino and Adams. Those were the Easter eggs. Anyways, like I said, now they did a slow build on Felicity where they introduce her in the first season, but they don't really involve her until, you know... Ollie's mom fucking shoots him, and he ends up in the back of Felicity's car when he still has the grease paint as opposed to the mask. And like I said, they do a really slow build on her, but you and I always love Felicity. Like I said, she's really sweet, she's fun, she's interesting. I love how much more of Felicity's life we're actually seeing now. I'm a ten-year-old girl, and I ship the living hell out of Ollie and Felicity. Or Ollicity. 
I love that we're now seeing, you know, Felicity in the morning and her PJs doing workouts and then her boss and her mother show up at her door. We're not just seeing Felicity. And she's Felicity. like, it's a nightmare, it's a nightmare, it's a nightmare, it's a nightmare, it's a nightmare. Like I said, we're not just seeing Felicity in the tech department with her adorable outfits and cute lipstick. We're actually seeing all of Felicity. Well, and, and I we're love seeing, the college flashback of her when she's the goth girl. Oh, and that, that cracked my shit up. That she's at dinner with Roy Palmer and Team Arrow's going, we need you. And she's like, oh shit. Which, by the way, puts her in the position of Ollie and why Ollie says he can't have a love life. And then, you know, you see Felicity and Iris talking and both of them look at them and you're just like, ew. And then you remember the awkward flash Felicity conversation on the train. They're... And, the thing is, they said what everyone was thinking. They're perfect for each other, but they're in love with someone else. They would never make each other happy. Roy Palmer kissed Felicity on two episodes ago, didn't he? That's not the point. The point is, they would never make each other happy. Not Roy Palmer, I mean... Ollie. Yeah, Ollie. No, Ollie and Felicity would be fine. No. Felicity and... Yeah. He'd always put her safety above... He would. He would always put her safety above her happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is one thing I can give Diggle about Lila. Diggle doesn't put Lila's safety above her happiness. He knows that Lila can take care of herself. But at the same time, he says in that van where he's like, I will go out of my way to keep who I love safe. He will, but he does know Lila can take John care John Diggle's really come into his own. I really like the Diggle hey, character. You and I actually talked about this. I'm really waiting for them to kill Lila so Diggle's a single father and basically Which, essentially retires him. When I say too soon, I didn't mean like, oh, too soon, she just got hurt. I meant like, it's I think it's too soon in the, in, in the arc. Yeah. In, in, for character arcs. Because okay, the minute I saw her get hit, I'm like, in, no way. we like two subjects. I knew we were going to spend a lot of time on Flaro. We're not calling it that. I just did. Flash Aaron. Flaro sounds like some kind of horrible jeans I would wear after watching a novella. You mean your stories? Isn't that what they call them? Don't hit me, Finish that's not... your thoughts before I beat you with this whiteboard. Wow, early on. Yeah. Hashtag Flaro. <laughs> I dodged. Dodged. Blocked. Ow! That's not fair. Thoughts. I've really said all... I mean, like I said, it'll be very interesting to see... Team Arrow's influence on Team Flash. I don't think Team Flash is going to influence Team Arrow that much. No, God, no. I think they have their whole thing, but I think the reality is setting in on Team Flash. Um, I'm interested to see how how many episodes we're going to see the empty Flash mannequin in the fucking Arrow Cave. I would. I wouldn't put it past him that you see like. I mean, does he have a what? secondary suit that lives there? By the way, was anybody else annoyed by the Hit your emblem! I installed a camera! Cisco Tinkers? Freeze gun would do really well right now. He was right. Anyways. You had a thought about the mannequin in the arrow case. Oh, I think that one day you're just gonna, like, it's one of those... They're gonna do a scene where it's not there, and then in, in the next, like, shot, it's gonna be there. And you're like... Interesting. Flash ran it over. It's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So, you watched Nightcrawler. I did. Jake Gyllenhaal's an actor who... You mean not the, the Alan Cummings Nightcrawler from the X-Men series? No, it took me a second to catch up to Alan Cummings. I'm like, no, Chris Claremont invented him. Um, he was really good as Nightcrawler. 
Oh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Get out. Yeah, exactly. Um, one for every scene. Um, that was the worst German accent I think I've ever done. But this is und outrage. <laughs> outrage. Outrage. Um, I watched J- the Jake Gyllenhaal uh, Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fucking good. Yeah. Like Jake Gyllenhaal. Good? Like probably Oscar not good. He's really Can you give me a basic synopsis? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, who I'll get to in a moment as a human being, but Jake Gyllenhaal plays kind of a, I wouldn't call him a petty thief, but, you know, he's the guy who, like, strips copper wiring out of buildings and, and cuts, like, chain-link fence, steals it and sells it to construction sites. He's just trying to get by. He ends up seeing an accident, and he's, like, looking at the accident, and Bill Paxton who's underutilized in both this movie and Edge of Tomorrow, um, runs by with a camera, films, like, a close-up of, like, the carnage of the, you know, the car accident. Um, and he's like, well, what's going on? And he's like, oh, yeah, we saw this, like, news people. Okay. So, um, Jake Gyllenhaal steals a bike. Um, like a sells it. or a bike? A uh, bicycle. Okay. Uh, sells it to get a camcorder and a police scanner and starts doing that. Okay. He starts selling accident footage yeah, to the stations. Okay. And it's not necessarily a thriller in terms of... I thought the beats were going to be see something he shouldn't put self in danger. Okay. It's not. What are the beats? The beats were... And I thought I literally thought this when I was done watching it. Are the... Basically, the series Bible of Seinfeld. No hugging, no learning. It's a show about nothing, and they're terrible people. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. I mean, it's he does a phenomenal job, but it does have that kind of Chinatown-esque, like, the bad guy gets away and is the bad guy Jake Gyllenhaal type of vibe. You know what I mean? That very ambig- morally ambiguous ending. No, Not ambiguous in terms of what happens, like Inception, but morally ambiguous. No, I, I, I get it. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is an actor who... I want to hate Deb. I don't. He does things like that time travel train bomb movie and Prince of Persia. But he then makes bad decisions, but he's a good actor. He's... I mean, Donnie Darko, fantastic. You End of Watch is fucking phenomenal. You know what I really didn't want to like, but was actually incredibly well acted? Jarhead. Yeah. yeah I didn't want to like it. Really fucking good. It kind of there was a whole string of like like military movies like it was like that Hurt Locker, and there, I mean, there were completely different films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was there was a string of like military movies that was the thing for a little while. But it's one of those things where I really didn't want to like Jarhead, but especially it's, and really all of the vets that I know, it's a very spot on fucking movie. We should move on, because we could talk about how Jake Gyllenhaal sucks and doesn't suck for, like, two hours. But I will say, uh, on a related note, I did get to talk about Russell Crowe, and could only think of one Russell Crowe movie I liked. Okay. Can you think of one Russell Crowe movie you liked? Master and Commander. I liked him in it, but I didn't like the movie. It was, well, it was I've long. I've read all of the Horatio Hornblower books, which that's based on, so I was already predisposed to like that movie. Uh, mine was L.A. Confidential. What about Gladiator? I thought it was bad casting with uh, Russell Crowe. Really? I mm-hmm. liked him as Gladiator. I, I loved Gladi- Joaquin Phoenix in it. And, um, God, I can't think of that. Tommy Flynn and Flynn again is um, the guy with all the scars that accidentally... Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Gibbs from Sons of Anarchy. Because we were talking about uh, uh, Rid- Ridley Scott historical movies. Yeah. Because um, of Exodus. But anyways. Oh, God, really? Why? I can't see Batman. I can't see Christian Bale as Moses, A. And well, B, it's the Ten Commandments. C, it's being... And I swear to God, this is... I just had a Jim Gaffigan moment. And, Moses, we think you've been burning some bush. And by the way, hold on. One of the reviews says it's epic and it's gr- it's epic in its grandness, which a is the, one of the dumbest things I think I've ever heard, just word wise. And two, that's like saying it's biblical in proportion. It's the fucking Bible. Which is funny because that makes me think of. I'm sorry, Old Testament, Old that Testament. Actually, makes so, me think so of Bible. Three but. things: the last epic that Hollywood supposedly made in the Golden Era, Fall of the Roman Empire. Horrible movie. Don't watch it. Two, the first Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. That's not right until he whips out a gun and shoots people. <laughs> awesome. And then three. And ben tells Hur. the Pharaoh to get his damn stinking paws off of him. I said Ben Hur. Haven't watched Ben Hur in way That's too long. That's not bad. No, Douglas? Was that Kirk Douglas? Oh, uh, Spartacus. Spartacus was Kirk Douglas. Ben Hur. It's a great movie. I love it. Unfortunately, I can't watch Ben Hur the same way I used to because of all the horrible, horrible fucking rumors surrounding the sinking of the boat scene. Which apparently they saw it, they shot in Italy with a bunch of uh, village I was gonna say with a bunch of villagers that they may have accidentally or not accidentally drowned during the filming of that scene and her hardly knew her okay we're moving on <laughs> so as previously That's like watching about, Milo and Otis and you realize like 19 cats died during that when they chucked him off the cliff well now I'm crying on the inside and possibly the outside just ruined Milo and Otis again again. That's another movie you should never let your children watch. Oh my god, talk about movies that fucking destroyed me as a kid. We did. It was in the first ten episodes. So, we've talked about how I have a tendency to lose things. You know, like remotes. Like how I lost my remote for what, like four months? You didn't lose it. It was misplaced. But like it was found. For like four months and I bought another one and then was I found that a the shoe? first one. Yes, it was. That's a really big shoe. So my Amazon Fire TV stick came. And it's freaking amazing. I have two bitches about it. One, it comes with a tiny fucking remote. About the size of a very thick iPod mini. I'm gonna lose this fucking thing. Or a cat's gonna eat it. Well, I don't know if a cat could get that down. Anyways, I'm gonna lose the fucking remote. The remote's way too tiny. There's a down and pussy joke there. I'm just better than that. The only other complaint I have about it is one of the things I really liked about Chromecast is that I could just select things on my phone and send them to the TV. Fire Stick is not like that. The phone part of it is actually in the stick. Like, the stick is an actual piece of, like, Android technology. So, the remote I have on my phone is just a remote for anything that happens on my TV. It's not me selecting things on my phone and sending okay. it to the TV. So, it's not like an all-encompassing platform. It's more of just a remote. Your phone would be to the yeah, Fire exactly. Stick. It is a pretty good all-encompassing platform. The only you said the streaming was a little wonky. Or no, I did the, not say the streaming was wonky. I said was, the labeling was fucking yeah. wonky, and I completely stand by that. It's it. I see this as a beta version. They have a lot of work to do on it. However, I do like that I now have my Amazon Prime, my Netflix, and my Hulu Plus all in the same place. I do not like that they don't have a contract with YouTube. Because I've watched a lot of the YouTube on Chromecast and sent it to my TV. Why? Because you and I need to watch Epic Rap Battles of History! Epic Rap Battles of History! So, 
you totally fucking just like shut me down when I sent this link to you the first time, and you've come around to the Austin Dix Volume Zero. Well, I shot you down on... Well, now, what this is, is that Awesome Mix Volume Zero is based on... Well, not based on. But it's with the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Volume, volume 1, which you've seen the movie, mm-hmm. and 2, which is teased. Um, volume Zero is what he played on set. Um, and it's got some artists I like on it, and it's got some I don't. But? But overall, I it's... A, Good fucking mix. Um, how was the awesome mix value? Like, America? if they weren't backing up Brinks trucks up to James Gunn with like Marvel on the side, like <laughs> the man could make the man could make a living making mixes. He real. I mean, if he if he did some deal with iTunes where it was like the James Gunn series. Oh God. He could uh, be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what I liked about, it, I mean, I liked. I like almost every track on it. Um, the I mean, I like Lyrics Born. Mindless Self-Indulgence, I've never been a big fan of. But I love that song. But I, yeah. And the, uh, I think it's the Wombats, Let's, Let's Dance of Joy Division, I really liked. Um, the the 97's Time Bomb is, meh, alright. Um, it's one of those where, if you listen to some of the tracks, Deb, you'd know me very well, some of it's very much in my wheelhouse, in terms of that kind of, like, dirty bar punk rock. But it's just one of those things where I sent you the link to the listing of the tracks, and I think you almost, I think you actually might have sent me back meh. Well, looking at it, it was several artists, some of which I didn't know, and then it it starts with Mindless Self-Indulgence, which I really don't like. I've heard, like, literally two of the, I can't think of the other song. I I like the one, I Never Wanted to Dance, opens the mix, and then there's one other one that I think Justin Silva sent me that I really liked. Okay. Um, but I, like, from my goth industrial days, like, my list of indulgence was not one of the bands I liked. Okay. They were a little, I, I they were a little poppy for me in terms of, you know, the, the industrial scene. No, I get it, but I mean, I was. Um, I I mean, you know, I mean, I was I was much more into the kind of grinding, dirty stuff like bile and early Nine Inch Nails and Throbbing Gristle. I saw Um, them open up for Pig Face. So did I. High five. Thank you, Jenneray. Um. Well, thank you, D. Snyder, because he's the one that got bile put on the map for all of five seconds. I used to have. Nightmare Before Kristoff is still a phenomenal album. I, I totally had a Strangeland DVD, and I have no idea what talking to, and what happened to it. And there's a bunch of it my doesn't friends. hold up. There's a bunch of my friends. He kills them by piercing. Who cares? He doesn't kill them. He just tortures them through piercings. If I remember correctly, the only one that actually died had a heart condition. Anyways, Torchwood Miracle Day. Speaking of dying, no one dies. That's Miracle Day. Death is taking a vacation. Um, unfortunately, people with, you know, like, it's, it's implied that you see Mackay Pfeiffer, and I'll, I'll get to the whole thing about this show in a second, uh, that, yeah, he had the, uh, did you ever see it? Mm, no. He gets a piece of rebar shoved through him, um, in a, um, traffic accident. Okay. Um, and manages to survive because... Miracle Day. Miracle Day. Nobody dies anymore. Nobody dies. Um, 
They basically took it was a joint venture. No, you know what I found it. Your actual response to Awesome Mix Volume Zero was meh. M E H. And then you responded dot, dot, the dot. day after that. Mark Wahlberg is the new Nick Cage. Lol. Anyway. He was, which we talked about. Sorry, Miracle Day. Because it's the difference between I'm talking the trees or Miracle I'm talking Day. the trees. Okay. So, <laughs> um, it's a joint venture between BBC and Stars. So. That was Children Earth. No, that was still BBC. Um, uh, Torchwood Miracle Day which is the fourth season of Torchwood, which is the spinoff of Doctor Who. Um, with? Uh, huh? With? With John Captain, Barman. Captain Jack Harkness. Yeah, yeah, John Barman. And, yeah, I don't think anyone else from Torchwood appeared. No, just Captain Jack Harkness. Uh, that's actually not true. The one where the Cybermen and the Daleks get into that fight on Canary Wharf. Uh, I believe you see Ayanto. I see Yanto. Uh, oh, whatever the fuck. Her name is Eve's Miles, in it, or the actress's name. Um, but she's like the main character. Gwen Cooper. But I think that was. I think the Battle of Canary Wharf in Doctor Who was during the first season of Torchwood. You're putting your head, your head in your hands. But you gotta admit, it's impressive that I remember all this shit. Finish your thoughts on Miracle Day. Um, it was American Torchwood, which we've talked about how the Americanized Doctor, the it's American... Luke Perry stepping out of the phone booth Luke with Perry? Jennifer, I was going to say, with Jennifer Garth holding a tennis racket. Um, it, it ended on a cliffhanger. Who knows? I don't think anything will ever happen with the rest of Torchwood. No. I'm so sure John Barman doing, um, Arrow, Arrow now. Um. I did like... It, it, but it ended, it ended Torchwood. In, in my like watch folder. So I was happy to just get through it. It wasn't bad. I, 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 I liked it, but it was very American. It was extremely... It, it, and that takes away some of the charm of the show. Absolutely. I mean, um, it was still Russell T. Davies, but... Um, and, but you did have Jane Epstein on it. Or uh, writing. So do we want to start anatomy. our uh, AMC conversation? Sure. We had our mid-season finale on Walking Dead. There are going to be so many spoilers. Pretty much the only big spoiler. Poor and it happens in the last two minutes. Poor Daryl. What? 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 Poor Daryl? Mm -hmm. Did he get shot in the head? No. Beth did. Yeah, but I mean, she's dead now. She doesn't have to deal with the consequences. Oh my god. Beth's death was so abrupt that... I had people that were like, really did you did you cry? And I went, no, I was in shock. Like I said, it really was a kick in the junk. Oh, it was that... It was a kick in the junk so hard, my testicles became my tonsils. I mean, it was... I had tonsicles. That's a thing now. Oh, we're going to say that a lot. Um, I, I, I was just in shock. And when you saw Talking Dead with... Um, um, I would say Keenan Ivory Wayne's, but that's not right. Um, whatever his name, uh, uh, it's uh, Key from uh, 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 or Peel from Key and Peel, whatever his name is. Um, well, his name is Peel. My Michael Michael Keegan Peel. No, no Keegan Michael Key. Some. I'm gonna have to look this up, aren't I? Yeah. Is it Peel or is it Key? It's. Ooh, fuck! I don't know. But anyway. How white is but he? But he, huh? That was a joke, but still. More black than Carney Wilson? 
Everyone's more black than Carney Wilson. That was the joke from Shooting the Gap. But anyway, um, it, it, oh my god, like Keegan Michael Key, thank you, Jordan Peele. Keegan Michael Key. Yes. That's a rough fucking name, though. Yeah, yeah, the tall one. I was gonna say, Keegan Michael Key. Which like way, even dude, even he talks about mother freaking thinking. You're already a mixed kid. You gonna stick him with the name of Keegan Michael Key? Please make my life harder. Kamal Bell's kid is mixed, and that's gonna be very interesting. Who's Kamal Bell? W. Kamal Bell. You saw him at midnight this week. Oh, okay. He's like the black John Stewart. He's black. But not the. Black Green Lantern John Stewart, but the White Daily Show John Stewart. Just so that you know, you're not like Dude, the fucking John Stewart's black. Yeah, no, I know I'm a comic nerd. Don't worry about it. Anyways, sorry. Um, but like, Beth's death was. I'm I'm still like when I talk about it, like you can hear it like I'm I'm just. It really hasn't settled yet. It's still kind of stuck in your. Well, and then watching I want to say Emily Emily Kenny is is the actress's name. Um, watching her on Talking Dead was really hard. Because she could not keep it together. It's really interesting when you see other actors and actresses that relate to the character try and talk about it well, later on. Well, part of it was that you don't think... I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. But it's one of those things. It's like when Opie died in Sons of Anarchy. Sure. Hearing the other actors talk about their relationship to that character and their reactions to it, even as themselves, it's just it's really hard for them. And they're just like almost tearful. Well, and... And I'm, I'm assuming it's the same with Sons of Anarchy. I don't know where they're that shot. But, I mean, I, uh, Walking Dead is uh, famously shot in... in um, Atlanta. Atlanta. And that you don't think about the fact that they have lives there, apartments, and that... Children, spouses, yeah. I don't think any of them have children. Daryl Dixon does. Norman Reedus? Norman Reedus has kids. No, those are his cats. No, he has children. Does he really? Yeah, Norman Reedus, I know, at least has a He's going to be married like a more. French supermodel. Well, I'm going to look it up in a minute. But yeah, Norman Reedus at least has one son, if not more children. You know the other thing about it? Yeah. And Andrew Lincoln has probably got like at least like... He had to have gotten Andrew so much... Andrew Lincoln has like a thousand kids. If, Dude, you know, yeah. he's got to have so much puss just based on fucking uh, Love Actually. Oh, God, seriously. Yeah. Just slinging that everywhere. Yep. He's a pussy slinger. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, um, but Walking Dead death, yeah. ended on obviously a down note, but didn't set up anything else. Well, so now we're all left wondering. Ginger Ron Perlman's back. Mm-hmm. Except that Ginger Ron Perlman's back. Abraham, he is Ginger Ron Perlman. We've had this conversation. Can we call him Ron Gingerman? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Um, <laughs> who he gets puss because he's fucking the oh, yeah. uh, the hot chick. In it. So, anyway, uh, in the show. He's fucking Rosa. Don't worry about it. Dude, really? You named your kid Mingus? Sorry, I'm looking up Norman Reedus. After, like, Charlie Mingus? Of uh, course he, has, he did. He Why a, wouldn't he? He has a 15-year-old named Mingus. We're gonna see what else. Mingus Reedus? Jesus. You think a, think a page of David Bowie's book on that one? I actually... I have a friend. Girl, and she was... I wanna say... God, I don't know what part of Europe she was born in, but she... I'm guessing since she has no accent, she wasn't there for that long. But like I said, no, I have, I have a friend. Norman, I was going to say, Norman Reedus' son is named Mingus Lucian Reedus. 
Thanks, Norman Reedus. Totally didn't set that kid up. Dude, no one's gonna fuck with him. He's Daryl's kid. Pretty much. But yeah, no, I have a friend named Christian, and her actual last name is Dingus. Christian Dingus? That is her name. Thank God it's not Mingle. Actually, you would probably love her. She's totally nerd awesome and amazing, but her name is actually Christian Dingus. I'm okay with that. She's pretty amazing. A dingus ain't my baby. If I said that, she'd probably laugh hysterically. She's one of those people. I'm sorry. Back to AMC. You've been watching Mad Men. I've been watching Mad Men. I ran out of shit to finally... I ran out of shit to watch. On the BBC. Thank God. No, I didn't. Well, we're going to talk about QI later. Yeah. But anyways. Um, and I've been binging on Mad Men. I tried to get into it when it first started, when I was dating Piglet. We were both very entrenched in the like the marketing and advertising stuff. This you is know her those, and you know me. It makes total sense. Like I said, but this is one of those shows, much like Justified, where I'm like, I'll wait to the end and watch the whole series. That's kind of my, my mentality when I was like, I'm going to try to get rehooked on it. I've run out of shit there on the last season. Um, but when he does the whole, like, stolen military identity, I was like, I'm out. Don't care. Done. Out. But you yeah. know what? At the time, that wasn't a cliche. It has become now. The problem is that when you watch something out of context, it becomes less groundbreaking than it was. Well, I appreciate that. Like I said, it, it, it was not a cliche when it came out. But. So, no, I can appreciate it for it actually breaking ground. Um, January Jones is fucking fantastic in it. I mean, I'm, only, I'm, I'm almost through the first season. I know he divorces her. Um, Christina Hendricks... We're just not going to talk about it. Can we it just length. look at her? Yeah. Can we just... Not that she's not a great actress. And, and still, she said that. She goes, she... I work my ass off, but everyone's looking at my fucking tits. And I'm like, no, nothing like You know that. what? I love you as Joan. I like also her beautiful face. She's Well, I mean, we all met her on Firefly. Like I said. Because she was Saffron. Damn it, I want to make so many jokes about her quoting the, uh, quoting the Bible about the, the husband plowing. And anyways... Actually, I'd prefer to quote um, Ron Glass in that as there's a special hell. People that do this and talk during movies. No, people who molest children and speak in the theaters. That was it. God, I the love special it. hell. But like I said, no, I mean, she's a phenomenal actress. Ac- absolutely. She's she was a great in Firefly. Actress, and I mean, she, she has a beautiful face and a fantastic body. I'm sorry I can't stare, stop staring at your boobs, but yeah, no, she's... But then again, you kind of put them out there. That was the fucking costuming. That was the dress of the time. Also, when you're on well, the red no, carpet, you see her, you see the red carpet pictures, and you're like, okay, on the red she's carpet, literally, you, you, she took one bad step. She's gonna have two black eyes. You've met my parents. You know how conservative they are. Yeah. My mother actually said to me at one point, in I was gonna say, black tie settings is one of the only appropriate places to put out a lot of cleavage. Literally, she said that to me. And she was talking about the guys. Anyways, so I finished listening to Tough Shit by Kevin Smith. I actually kind of have the same reaction to it that I did to Super Gods, which was... I It's preemptive. I wish they would have waited longer before they did the book, because you know what? He's like, no, I'm retiring from writing and directing. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to podcast. Um, after that, he's done Tusk. He's announced another trilogy. He's talked about... Fucking yogi hosers, uh, yoga hosers. Like I said, it, it seems preemptive. Well, that's the Great White North trilogy. 
like I said, I, I want to know more of his thoughts now. It's the same thing when I listened to Grant Morrison. I wish he would have waited until more of the Marvel Universe movies were out well, before can't he did time, his you freaking can't book. time this. I mean, and the thing about... And also, the other thing is, a lot of... I, as much as I enjoyed listening to the book, he really did seem unnecessarily vulgar. You know, I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith because I, I listen to but Fat I mean, Man on Batman like and some Smodcast. The beginning of the end of the book, I said the beginning when he talks about come for way too long, and the end when he talks about sleeping with Jen for the first time, unnecessarily vulgar. I. It was vulgar for the sake of being vulgar. It wasn't vulgar for. You know, I story. I don't. Well, hey, let's remember the name of the movie that explored the, uh, the uh, the clown. From View Askew verse. Yeah, that that wasn't Kevin Smith though. No, it was Brian Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, love you, Brian Johnson. Even though we follow him on like Twitter, a don't giant we? dick bag in Comic Book Men. I love him. Okay, I love him in Comic Book Men when he's talking to the guys. I do not love him in Comic Book Men where he's being a dick to the customers. Yeah, but you realize that Randall was based on him. I get that, but it's the thing. It's that you know, like I don't come to your shop to be made fun of. Well, they do now. No. If I went in there and got clowned on by fucking Brian Johnson, I'd be like, bucket well, like list. I love Brian Johnson when he's talking to the guys and being that asshole. I do not like Brian Johnson when he's doing that to the customers. You know what? And I think part I'm of that sorry, is... there's a fucking line. Well, and, I, and because I've had friends on reality TV shows, I know for oh, a no, fact part of that no, is... No, that's totally the character. That's not him. Well, that's and part of that character. is editing. Part of that is editing. And I, you know what? I love how much he loves his niece. I love how much he actually... Oh, with the... Uh, she's got... Uh, she's got Down Syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I love how much he loves his family. And I actually... When they had Bahura in, and he bought the doll for her, and she got the kiss from him, that totally cracked me the hell up. Who? Lieutenant Bahura. Star Trek. Who? Who's Bahura? Bahura. Oh, uh, uh Nichols. I, I can't think of her real name. Um, uh... I want to say Christina Nichols, but I know it's not right. No. It's Nichols, though. That's her last name. <sighs> Thank you, Star Trek. Anyway, she comes in and she wants the original action figure of herself from the 60s. And they I find it for her. Oh, yeah, it's in the last season. It's fantastic. It's in the last season. They find the action figure for her and then they're trying to charge her for it. And she's giving him grief. And Brian Johnson's like, I will buy it for you if you give me the kiss. Because, you know, she had the most. He can be really sweet when he wants to. He's incredibly sweet. Like I said, I know it. Comes I, but down I love to, him. I, on, I know it the... comes down to editing. But well, still, yeah. it's just one and of those the, the, I love him on the wraparounds. Poor Ming. He gets made fun of so much. And Ming's actually, doing okay. One of the things, he wears $300 pairs of jeans. But it's one of those things that annoyed me about his book, is that when he talks about pitching comic book men and getting comic book men picked up, he doesn't talk about Mike or Ming in it at all. Because they're not in it yet. They weren't in the pilot. They come in later. And then he thanks Ming in his afterword in the book. I'm like, you couldn't wait just another few fucking years to do this book. And no, it's the, and that's not the way it works. Well, it's the same problem I have with Super Gods. It's like so many. And he's thanks Ming. I mean, Ming built the first fan site for clerks. I mean, Mike's been Ming has been in it, pretty much ground floor. I do like him talking. About not not more than Walt Flanagan. But like I said, or Brian I, Johnson, I but do like them talking about um, Hollywood Babylon, though, in Garment. I love listening to the, him talk about the start of Hollywood Babylon. Uh-huh. But like I said, it's just one of those things where it's like, I know what happens afterwards, so the book just makes me angry. That you don't get more insight into what's going on currently. Well, it's just with every book, they try to 
they try to wrap everything up in a bow. And I'm like, but it didn't end there. Things happen afterwards. It's the same. I know, but I you can't assume. Dogs. You can't assume that. I'm not assuming. I'm well, just and, saying. Well, and Morris and Morrison knew. Me feel. Okay. Okay. Fine. Well, fuck your feelings. Um, fuck your feelings, bitch. That's not what I was gonna say, but all right. Actually, I kind of want a picture of me with that caption. Fuck your feelings, bitch. I'll take a picture of it later and we'll meme it. Um. But. Yeah, I mean. It, Morrison knew at the end of Super Gods that Marvel was going to keep going. He knew that there was a lot of shit coming. Well, and, but he's like one of the creative guys, and he's one of the exclusives on DC. I mean, he knows... I really want to hear his thoughts on, you know, Captain America 2, on the Avengers. I've, I've, well, what I, I want I want, I, 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 want, I want to know Morrison's opinion on the DC versus Marvel media fight. That has... In the words of uh, you know Ron Burgundy, escalated really quickly. Um, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Sorry. So let's 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 get into that real quick. That uh, they're talking. Um, what, Mar- what am I? Marvel casting is that what I'm calling? And DC casting. Um, real quick, Marvel's released a bunch of cast uh, confirmed castings. One of which I did, actually didn't know that happened yesterday. Um, you were correct, by the way. It's. Um, is it is it Christy Nichols? Michelle Nichols. Michelle Nichols. That was it. That was it. Sorry. I knew I knew Nichols was her last name. Michelle Nichols is. Uh, shared, had had the first biracial kiss on television. Which is with, the joke, like I said, with which is the joke in the comic book guys episode is that Brian Johnson buys her the doll and she gives him a kiss, kind of reenacting the first the the, yeah. the kiss with her and Kirk. Which, by the way, extremely well preserved lady. She still looks pretty good. Yeah, she was on the hey, sorry, um, she was on the Shatner roast. And it was good. But like I said, anyways, casting. Uh, in terms of Marvel, and we'll go Marvel and DC, uh, Marvel, you've got Ryan Reynolds confirmed as Deadpool. I sent that fucking con- confirmation to everyone, and you immediately responded with a weird video about dissecting a teddy bear. I meant to send it to you earlier, and it was just, I was like... like I said, it was a weird response to the Deadpool casting. Which we'll talk about that teddy bear video next week. <laughs> Because it's some shit. Uh, Cumberbatch. Confirmed Doc Strange. Very, very happy about this. I'm actually hoping later on tonight I'm going to go see the imitation game. Uh, imitation game with him working on And uh, apparently What's-Her-Name is really good in it, too. Karen Knightley. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's a story about them trying to figure out the Enigma cipher for... World War what? Mm. It might be World War II. No, I'm pretty sure it's World War Two, but they're trying to figure out. No, I'm pretty sure it's World War Two. Well, World War Two, they used um, Native American code. No, I mean they're trying to figure out the enemy code. Oh, oh, oh. Um. So you've got Cumberbatch, you got Reynolds, and then you've got Kristen Ritter. Um, Which you said you were very. Happy I was very about. happy with. Um, I... She was one of uh, Jesse Pinkman's ill-fated girlfriends um, in in Breaking Bad. Poor Jesse. Yeah, actually, I will say poor, poor Jesse Pinkman on that one. World War Two. Is it World War Two? They're trying to figure out Germany's code for World War Two. It's the, okay. the Enigma cipher. Like I said, I'm hoping to go see it later. Which sounds like something out of a Grant Morrison comic, but um, the Enigma cipher. Yeah. Oh my God, it does. It totally does. Um, it's like the way Pat Oswalt referred to his gifting suites as something out so, of a, a Grant Morrison or a Warren Ellis comic. It actually does sound. That. It does. There so, is a lot of casting we're very happy about. Hold on, 
Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones from the Alias comics. Extremely Marvel's funny. first uh, mature readers. This is one I've been really itchy because in the comics, she gets drunk and hooks up with Luke Cage, Power Man, and lets her power her in a very uncomfortable place. That's in the first issue of the comics. Well, honey, they were, they were setting standards. So I will say that, um, and, and the Netflix stuff has been called, like, as opposed to the Road to the Avengers, Road the, to the Defenders. So, like I said, not to But to see Kristen, topic, Kristen Ritter come in as Jessica Jones, I'm extremely happy about We're it. very happy about a lot of casting. They also announced all the casting for... The cast. Suicide Squad. Yeah. We're very happy. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I'm very there, happy. There are, there are two. I'm very happy with the Jared Leto casting. I trust I him am. with Joker. Especially, and we talked about this after Dallas Fires Club. I trust him with Joker. I don't know if he's going to go the fucking... The Heath Ledger route or not. That's the thing. Is, but, is mean, it the I, same Joker? But I, I trust him to read up and find his own place and find his character. I trust My him My thing is, Joker. is it going to be... Now, I will say... I don't want... I actually don't want it to be the Glasgow Smile Joker. I do not. I want it to be... And Deb, think about this for a second. Okay. When I say it, I showed you the pictures of the death of the family Joker. That, that would be Jared Leto's Joker. He's not going to wear the Madonna bra. But anyways. What? Oh, from uh, Dallas Bites Club. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Graham Morrison talking about how we wanted Joker to wear the Madonna... Bra and they shut him the fuck down. Oh, in Arkham um, Asylum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, Sorry, but... But have that Joker who's so crazy, he cuts off his own face and then reapplies it with the, like, suture things. Which actually... That just could be... That, that could be that Joker. I was gonna say... Yeah, Genetic the Opera. Well, uh, uh, Repo. There we uh, go. Genetic Opera. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I couldn't think of Repo for a second, though. When he cuts off his face and then puts it back again with, like, the staples... Very close to Grant Morrison's. Um, no, I'm sorry, uh, Scott Snyder's Joker. Um, but it's more. But I think if they did the Scott actually, Snyder one. Like I said, but it's more that I actually, I trust him with the character. I like that. I like. I don't mind the Harley Quinn casting. I don't mind the Harley Quinn casting either. It's it's no Brittany Murphy, but I mean, you know, she's fucking dead. I, you know what, knowing what Tara Strong looks like, I could see Tara Strong doing it. Who's the voice? I don't think she's interested. Probably not. Oh, she's, she's making so much My Little Pony money, it's ridiculous. But I think it's more like, I don't need that scrutiny, I don't need that celebrity, you Absolutely. guys can find somebody else. She likes the... the it's it's the, the Charlie the, Hunnam not doing Fifty Shades of Grey. It's the, I'm doing okay, I'm gonna back out of this. Our big problem with this, I don't know about your... It's more of an uncomfortableness as opposed to a problem. Will Smith has been cast... As Deadshot, Floyd Lawton. Now, you know Deadshot from the com uh, from uh, Arrow. Arrow. I know Deadshot from Batman comics and the Secret Six. It's not that he's black. I, I I'm gonna say that right now. Actually, it's, it's I have not zero because he's problem black. with his race. No. I have a huge problem with his acting prowess. Yep, I don't think he can be. Deadshot is nope. They didn't get too much into this in the. Um, I'm coming at it from a comics standpoint well, because get... because it's a it's a it's a, the, the whole multiverse thing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Floyd Lawton is an arrogant, 
cocky, death wish having, smoking prick. I don't think Will Smith can play an anti-hero. I don't think he has the ability to play the subtleties of emotional torture. Watch fucking Hancock and tell me I'm wrong. I would say he can't even play tortured in terms of, what is that, uh, six pounds? Seven pounds? Eight pounds? That movie where he's uh, selling off his organs? I have no idea what you're talking about. Thank you, IMDb. You, really? No. You have no idea what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. The movie where he's like finding people that are uh, worthy of having his organs because he's dying? How do you feel about the Tom Hardy caster? Who's he again? I don't know. Is he Catman? God, I hope he's Catman. Are you looking this up too? Or do I need to... No, I'm looking up Will Smith for right now. I'll look up Tom Hardy at... Uh... Give me two seconds. There may be a Hancock too. Are you fucking kidding me? Magic Angels! Sorry. Sorry. IMDB. Sorry. It could be just a complete thing. Uh, what is it? Like six pounds? Eight pounds? Something pounds? I find it. Hold on. The uh, mid two thousands. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Yeah. Now look up Tom Tom Hardy because I gotta know what he's fucking playing in in. Um... Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Because that's not Bane. No, Bane that's was not never, Bane. Bane was never part of the Suicide Squad, though he was part of the Secret Six. Why does anybody pay attention to us? I have no idea. Rick Flag. Really? Mm-hmm. With two G's. No. What? Bam, one G. Wait, what? Yeah. Once again, DC, the easiest thing is to fuck up. Dude, yes, I'm I sorry, am- your neighbors. No, it's IMDB. They could have just gotten it wrong. Rick Flag has two G's. Mark Martin is the weather wizard. Don't change his first name. It doesn't affect anything. Like I said... It could be it's IMDb. IMDb. It's just a typo. It's well. Wait, it's this, also Rick Flag Jr. is the. Okay. So to stop you screaming about things, you want to talk about QI? Stephen Frey. No, we'll talk about this next week because we're That's running fine, way over. Um, so to talk about it super quick, I finally read the novel Gone Girl. Really, we're getting to Gone Girl now. I'm not going to say much about it other than um, super well written. Really enjoyed it. Did not expect that fucking end. I hate Ben Affleck, but I kind of want to see the movie just to see how much they fucked it up. I've heard it's not as good as you think, but if you haven't read the book, it's awesome. Yeah, I've read the book. It's good. See, I didn't. Internet told me I'm wrong. Excelsior! Is the name of the superhero, of the Superman character in No Heroics. Damn it, I just want to keep saying Excelsior like Stan Lee says it. Excelsior! So, in Mistakes I Made This Week... Very quickly, we're recording early this week because I need to take one of my cats to the vet. We were going to record later, and then the non-turn pointed out to me maybe I shouldn't try and have him load one of my cats into a cat carrier while we're recording. Completely true. The other mistake I made this week, our non-turn was out of work this week, I mean, was out of town on work this week, so I had to take care of his cats. Not a big deal. However, as I'm walking up the side stairs of the landing to his apartment, there's a fucking bunch of blood on the stairs. Don't really think anything of it. Feed his cats. Check the top couple stairs to make sure there's no bleeding body that anybody needs help. Nope, nothing. Don't think. Or anything. tape them if you were a nightcrawler. Like I said, didn't really think anything of it. Just you know, like nobody's laying in the hall bleeding. Whatever. Maybe somebody had a nosebleed or a bike accident. Whatever. Next day, 
going out the side door to take out my trash by the dumpster, giant swath of blood on the landing outside the side gate by the dumpster. Oh, fuck me. Did somebody get murdered in my building? So after a conversation with a couple people on the text, I decide to, you know, at least take a peek in the dumpster. I do. Don't see anything, but there is a bunch of construction plastic in there. So if anybody got murdered in my building, maybe it's a Twin Peaks kind of thing. Mistakes never made this week. Sorry, response? You live in Twin Peaks. Laura Palmer's in the dumpster, or was in the dumpster at this point. I think it got emptied out yesterday, but yeah, like I said, no, I wouldn't really have thought anything of it, but on the concrete landing outside the side gate by the dumpster, there was a straight line, like something was bleeding horribly, but it was inside something, and the edge of something cut off the... You, you get what I'm saying. Maybe someone doesn't have a baby. I think it was too much blood for that. I didn't say we're trying, Master. Any hoozy. Like I said, not, a, not, enough, not, enough, not enough to say somebody got murdered in my building. Social contract asshole. And Social contract a, asshole. This is a week? post... Huh? Do you have a mistake you made this no. week? No. Okay. The mistake I made this week coincides with my... Uh, Social contract uh, asshole? The mistake I made last week was um, Thanksgiving. Um, which, which which I talk about Thank you, Eli Roth. a bit on uh, something about machete going up that pussy, but uh, anyway, um, the second day was going to see my family for Thanksgiving. I should have fought every natural urge I had, um, and I saw them. Deb, let me paint you a word picture real quick, Pass. real quick. Pass. Go ahead. I walk into the door, I'm still wearing my coat, I'm carrying a bag of yams and a bag of tahini, because, uh, whatever. And, uh... a whole bag of tahini? Well, I mean, it's a, a, the, the container plus some lemons and, and, and stuff. Okay. So, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, no, no. So I'm carrying, like, accoutrement mm-hmm. and sides in. I've not taken off my coat. And the first words I hear... Do you want to guess the first words I hear when I walk in the door? Something about math. No. Different grandson. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Are you married? Did you get married? Are you married yet? Wow. Really? Thanks, Charles Manson, for setting the bar so goddamn high now. That if there's not something... Like, even Chuck Manson is getting married, there's something wrong with me. Um, there's something wrong with her. The chick marrying Chuck Manson? Well, there's... Yeah, that could be... One, she goes by the name Star, too. Are you fucking kidding me? You're marrying a man three times your age who's permanently incarcerated? I mean, who's just a cult leader? Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon... And banjo!